we don't have time for this. We'd like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land where we make this podcast, the Garigal and the Gairamangal people. We pay our respects to all First Nations elders, past, present and emerging. Happy Boxing Day, everyone. Happy Boxing Day. We hope you're feeling festively plump. Oh, yes. How good is a Christmas feast? The best. There's nothing better. I personally, as someone who grew up in Bangkok, who did Christmas under the British ruling Mm. of Turkey and all the trimmings. A very colonial Christmas. I have to say, I am enjoying the Aussie Christmas of fresh prawns, some oysters. Yeah, girl. Love it. I mean, Mm. all I want for the next week and a half will be ham, potato salad and more ham. Delicious. And prawns. Prawns whenever. Now, because we're on the other side of Christmas, I feel like I can shit on it a little bit. Go for it. Let fly. Unpopular opinion. Love an unpopular opinion. I think turkey is overrated. Agree. And who actually likes turkey? It's quite bland. And dry. Mm. Hard to cook. Look, there will be some smug DLs being like, not my turkey. She's a moist bitch. Yeah, good good for you. You do you, turkey turkey. (laughs) So now that it's Boxing Day, Rebsy, I'm getting into the sales. Yes, obvi. Iggy's birthday's coming up. Yeah, good. I'm going hard. That was clever of you to have him at that time of year. Yeah, I mean, I I really tried to hold him in. You know, I was like, come on, we've just got to get through Christmas. All right, we've just got to get through New Year's. Okay, how far past New Year's can we get? Yeah, The kid just never wanted to come out until I forced him. So there you go. There you go. Boxing Day sales, here I come. We have a thousand things to do, but we'd rather chat to you. With emails and meetings and husbands and kids, We don't have time for this. Just what you need to basic bitches with a podcast. Hello and welcome to We Don't Have Time For This. I'm your host, Gemma Pranita, a.k.a. Gemma Peanut on the gram, along with my co-host, Kate, ready for a holiday raves. It's a coming. It's a coming. Time to stop. Holly, 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 <laughs> holly, it's a coming. I've never heard that one. Is ne- that a Gemma Peanut original? This is just a Gemma Peanut special for Kate Revs. Oh. Desperate for a holiday, Kate Revs. Yeah, really. Ready to lie down. Well, guess what? Yeah, I You're, get to. <laughs> well, on a very long flight to the US of A. Off I go. I'm looking forward to lying down too, but, you know, I have a third dependent in the form of my husband. <laughs> okay, I, but you've got to update the DLs on how he's doing. Because it's not the dire sitch we forecast as yet. Correct. And let's just say, I know this is going to be a journey. You know, as Miley Cyrus once said, it's the climb. (laughs) (laughs) But how are things going with your broken hubs? Look, he has surprised me. You are correct. My husband is the king of man flu. You know, I will get a cold and I will utter, oh, I think I've got a cold. And he'll be like, I'm sick too. And I'll be like, yeah, but I think I've got a cold. And he's is like, that yeah. man flu or like some kind of competitiveness? It's competitive. And, and like, no, don't think you're getting off duties. Mm-hmm. And then he's sicker, always sicker than me. Yeah. And when he gets butter cold, it is man flu. He's horizontal in bed all mm-hmm. day needing to be tended to. Now, when he broke his elbow, smashed it to smithereens, I thought, oh, fuck, this is going to be man flu on crack. Mm. Where he's going to be like, I can't empty the dishwasher because I've only got one hand. Mm-hmm. But the opposite has happened. Yeah. He has completely caught me off guard. He has an overwhelming need to be independent and he wants to contribute to the 
household still. I don't know. I can't explain it, but he's just he's just doing it all. He's crushing this crushed elbow. He is. Story checks for me. It's his whole personality. Mm. He just takes these things on and, you know, it's like another goal. Mm. Ticked off the goal list. Like you guys are very, I don't know if listeners won't know this detail unless we've talked about it before, but Jem and her husband are incredibly similar in that way. Set a goal, tick it off. Next goal. Mm. Set a goal, tick it off. That's how you both operate. But Revs, if I shattered my elbow, oh. I'd get man flu. You would. I'd lean in hard. I'd be like, Hubsy, I can't do any mm. laundry. You're going to have to pick up the slack. Basically, I'm saying I can't complain. And now I'm wondering if this was actually the best time of year to shatter an elbow. Okay. Yeah. Well, I've got one question for you. Go on. Seeing as he can't swim mm. and he's hauled up anyway, why don't we add another little procedure to the list? Oh, yes. You know? Snippity doo da, <laughs> snippity day. Yo, I tell you what I want, what I really, really want. I get, wanna get wanna. that vasectomy done. What's the excuse now? I know he's got three months no swimming, and we're a couple of weeks into the three months. Times are ticking. I want him to get the snippity doo da. Just get it done. Should I just book him in? Look, I'm gonna say it one more time. Is that the hill you're it's gonna the die hill on? I, I know die you on. want him yep. to book it and handle it all, but maybe just book it in. Just tell him, on this date, you're having a vasectomy. I'll pick you up at what this time. I'll nurse you for one evening. Then we're done. Mm. I think it's going to have to be that way, isn't it? It might have to be Drop that him way. off at Dr. Snip and get on with life. That's it. We did uh, invest. And when I say invest, I mean borrow <laughs> from our neighbours a peloton yep. so that he could move his body because physical exercise very important to him. Mm. How is that going? He hasn't started it yet. Okay. It? The Christmas season, you know, yeah, it, it's a time slip. Yeah. And this is what I was saying in terms of I actually think this is the best time of year mm. to crush one's elbow because time disintegrates because you're so busy and yep. you're being social and he's got all his worky things. And, like, I don't know how we got to Boxing Day, if I'm honest. I know. It's wild. Like, I've blinked and we're here and I'll blink again and we'll be in 2024 and I'll blink again and you'll be back from the US and we'll be back here in the potty talking about your trip. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Exactly. So time flies when you're having fun. Or when you break a bone. Damn straight. Yeah. Okay, do you know what I don't have time for? What don't you have time for? And it's sort of speaking of Boxing Day sales. Mm -hmm. Because I like to take this opportunity. I do a little bit for Christmas, but then I like to get my kids kitted out with some new clothes for for the the summer holidays. Mm. Because my kids go to school. So they don't need as many clothes as they used to, but we're in, you know, the six to eight week break now and we're rolling around multiple outfits a day because of our lovely beach lifestyle and they need new clothes. They've grown out of all their stuff. Teddy, walk in the park. I know what he likes. It's easy to get in his size, nice and affordable. I can get, you know, 10 t-shirts, 10 pairs of boardy shorts that are also shorts and we're done. Proving himself to be a basic boy. I yep. like it. Very easy. Like he has opinions and he has quite a flair. He but, likes. But you understand it. I know it and yeah. it's not hard to find. My beautiful Isla has sized out of kids sizing. Mm. What does that go up to? Nine, 10. Okay. Sometimes a 12. Okay. Sometimes in some brands, but... Oh, it's funny. Now that you talk about it, there's like small mum-run businesses that Mm -hmm. do like baby clothes up until age five, Mm -hmm. size five, and then they're done. Then they're done. And then, yes, of course. So then there's that next stage. But what is the in-between? What's bridging 10-year-olds to tween... Hood and into teenhood. She doesn't have a uh, woman's body yet. She doesn't mm. have hips. She doesn't no. have boobs. She's just, you know, taller and bigger than the size 9, 10. 
So I'm on this mission to like look around and find where can I shop for Isla. Mm. But then add into the mix, girlfriend has opinions. Mm. Okay. She has personal style, doesn't like skirts. Or every now and then we'll like a skirt. And I'm like, oh, so you like skirts? And she's like, no, just this skirt because I like how it does whatever. I get her I on get that. it. We yeah. all have personal style and it's something I want to, like, encourage and And we're contradictory. Foster. Oh, yes. Like, we say we don't like X, but, you know, it's like me with, like, I don't wear strapless or spaghetti strappy things. Yep. And then I'll run into a dress and I'm like, oh, I'll wear this. And you'll be like, Jim, yeah. not your vibe. And I'm like, well, it's my today vibe. Yeah. I like just like how this one falls. Yeah. Totally. She has a lot of opinions, specific things she likes to wear, but they're not the classic thing for the size she can size into. Oh, my God. Sounding complicated, but I'll make it make sense. So say you're going to Target Mm -hmm. and you look at girls size 12 to 16. Mm -hmm. It's very girly. And this fashion at the moment is like cropped tops, little sleeveless things or singlets. Mm -hmm. Isla doesn't like any of that. And then it's skirts or like flary kind of pants. She likes flary pants, but they have to feel right around the waist. And even size 12 to 16 tween sizing is more for hips and boobs and that preteen changing figure. Yeah, right. So the where the waist is on things Mm. is not right for Isla. And I remember this, like I've had this, you know, I've only in the last five to 10 years been like, okay, I know exactly where I can and can't. And, you know, some brands just aren't for your figure or whatever mm. um, because of where the waist is or how they, they're fit models. So those kind of things don't really work for her. She can maybe find one top she likes or one pair of denim shorts or something. But even denim shorts, like if you think about where they sit mm. on the body, a classic tween age fit model must be like long-legged, and starting to get hips. It's just not Isla's body type. So they don't often work on her and she finds them uncomfortable. And she's still a little girl. Mm. So she still wants to be able to kick a football and do cartwheels and climb things and run around. And she's less interested in fashion and more about comfort. However, I love her. When she looks in the mirror, she has an opinion. <laughs> She wants it to be a look, you know. Mm. Anyway, there's a lot of factors at play here. I feel like first-time mums or mums in the early motherhood years can kind of relate to Isla. It's like I've got to go comfort. Yeah. But then I look in the mirror and I'm like, I don't like what I see. Yeah. But I want to be comfortable because I'm like breastfeeding. Yes. And I don't feel good in my skin right now. That's it. It's so similar. And she's in a transitional stage for sure with her shape. Absolutely. Is she budding? Is that? Well, yes. Yes. She is budding. Yeah. I remember when that happened and you're like, do you wear a bra, a trainer bra? She will not. (laughs) She won't. I mean, I resisted it. I get it. do it. Yeah, not even a crop top. Yeah, okay. And I'm like, okay, well, you like, I'm not going to force her to do anything. I just, I put the offers there. Yeah. Here's the other side of things. The offers are expensive. Mm. You know, I bought her these really very kid-like, colourful Bonds microfiber crop tops. Cute. Because I was like, you know, when you're playing touch footy or soccer, you, it might be more comfy to have this crop top, you know, and then. Anyway. And she's like, absolutely not, And Mom. like, sure, it was like twenty four ninety five, whatever, it's fine. But then when they don't wear them and they just sit there yeah. and you never get around to returning them, you're like, fuck, it's 25 bucks, you know, mm. on these offers, which of course you do. And like, she's really likes my clothes and she likes my style most of the time. So she'll be like, oh, I like that set. She loves a set and that sets are very in, but they don't really make them for tweens. No. So I found a few little hacks like sports girl. 
Okay. Go down to a size four, mm-hmm. which is weird, right? That's not really a woman's size. I mean, it'd be some woman's size, but you don't see size four very often. Mm. So I'm like, oh, I wonder if they're actually catering for that tween market. Teen yeah, market. there's a real gap there. Yeah, they don't market it that way, but my spidey sense is that's what they're doing because, mm. you know, they have all those really accessible beauty products and like cute, fun press-on nails and overnight bags and water bottles and things that I feel like that feels like my daughter mm. and her friends and my niece Frankie who's 12 and her friend like that feels like they're aiming them at them yeah that's on my hit list Ganda is another one. Oh yeah I just find it so chaotic <laughs> so chaotic it's like a rainbow vomited all over the shop and you can't work out what's where and what and size I can't discern what's adult and mm-hmm. yeah uh, it's tricky it's weird yeah. yeah so anyway Ganda Kids is there we'll try hitting that up too anyway Taking her shopping, just her and me. Good. To try and get this right, but I'm I think it's the only way, Rebs. You can't, you are now at the stage where you cannot see something online or even see it in a store. Yeah. And go, that's for Isla. I know. You won't nail it. I tried even for though, Christmas. Even though it's all the colors that she traditionally loves, something in the print or the design just won't land with her. She, I remember that. I yeah. was like Isla, I was opinionated. Yeah. Like her favorite t shirt. Is this cotton on adult one that's like a Bob Marley t-shirt that she just, I don't know, even know when we got it, but it's like she just wants that all the time and like she's feeling uncomfortable. She goes, I just want my Bob Marley t-shirt. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's like having a two-year-old boy who only wants to wear Mm Spider-Man. It's like, okay, I've got to have that. So I'm like, I'm even like I might buy two or three or something if she loves it. Great idea. But anyway, she's got that thing and we all know this, right? She'll try something on in the store, love it. I want this, we'll get it. And then we get home to her mirror with her shoes and her setup. She doesn't like it anymore. I'll find that hard as a parent, I'll admit, <sighs> even though I was that child. It's hard. I need to get in the discipline of, like, taking her back to return it yeah, maybe so it becomes like, a, yeah. becomes like an annoying thing we have to do. Yeah, she's got to be more considered. Yeah. Make sure with absolute certainty. But it it's doesn't ha- feel like a discipline teaching mm. moment. It feels sensitive and, like, I want to just have her to have options and, like, feel comfortable because I know she's going through a change that's going to be a few years of a discomforting time mm. and I'm, like, less about making her understand the value of the what the clothes cost and more about, like, how can I help you get through this, you know? It's great that you've got Sports Girl as a hack, but the tricky thing with Sports Girl, and correct me if I'm wrong here, is that like the price point shifts. It's our, significantly. It's our level. Yeah. Like there's this cute set in there at the moment I know she'd like, but it's $49.95 for the shirt and then $49.95 for the shorts. Whereas it's cotton like, on, it's like $25. Yeah. It's literally double the price. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think there's anything wrong with getting her to be more discerning in the moment if she loves it. Like it's like, Mm. is this a full body yes outfit or are you like trying to love it? Yeah. And then if she goes home and doesn't love it, you've got to return it. Yeah. Otherwise it's wasteful. The trick is like trying to make this a positive experience Mm. and not like because I get so frustrated and I remember my mum being frustrated at me when I didn't like things or like there were no rules like as you said like nothing makes sense like well I do like this skirt but I don't like skirts like I don't like pink but I do like these pink shorts Mm. you know what I mean it's like I'm like also you do like pink now and she's like no only this pink (laughs) you know what's gonna happen because you've set aside this shopping day with Isla without her brother just a mummy daughter day I don't want to say it but she'll like find nothing 
And then one day you'll be doing a trip to Woolies at the mall and she'll like walk past a shop and she'll be like, can I just, and then she'll find everything. Because you know how you have those good shopping days? This is my whole like sartorial philosophy Same. these days. This is why you and Claire come and shop my wardrobe is because yeah. when I see something that works and I like it, I just get it because we all know when you're actually looking for something for that wedding or that 40th or that event, you don't have anything. Mm. So when I see something, I get it. But then you've got all these things that like, oh, I really should wear that to something. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but I know, I know, fuck it. Fuck capitalism and fuck fashion. Fuck Fucking puberty. Oh, it's so <laughs> rough. I feel for her. Mm. So she loves an oversized tea. Yeah. I mean, yes. <laughs> oh, but not but not this one, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it's hard for her because, and I remember this very, very well, and maybe, you know, you had the opposite experience. Like she's looking around at her peers and they can still wear cotton on kids mm. because they're straight up and down littler girls, most of them, not all of them. Some of them are also budding Mm. (laughs) but most of them aren't most of them are still these like yeah straight up and down little things running around and so some of them will stay in size 9 10 well beyond the age 9 10 you know Mm. but she's moving into that next phase and it's the styles and the shapes do not cater like I took her to grown-up cotton on because I was like at least it's cheaper and Mm. like it's still the style she likes because she likes that kind of tomboy street wear kind of stuff but like women's size eight and even size six, they're made for boobs and hips mm. and longer legs. You know what I mean? It's just the waist isn't in the right spot. So, DLs, if you have a tween mm. or even a Help. nine-year-old who is wearing size girls 12, yeah. where are you shopping? Yeah, Give us the hacks. Shopping? And also affordability yeah. as well, like double tick. Or just options. Yeah options you know like I'm happy to to buy her good stuff if it's going to be very wearable and she's going to love it and like mix match all that stuff I remember being 14 having the opposite problem to Isla yes and do you remember like everyone was sort of wearing Portman's Mm. had its moment (laughs) yes and my mum took me to Portman's. I was like, I want to shop at Portman's or General Pants. Yes. Was the other place. Yes. Loved General Pants. I'd go in. So expensive. Oh, prohibitively expensive yeah. at that age. Yeah. And But I remember trying on jeans or pants and I would have these flaps at the hips mm. because obviously they cut it to women's shape. Yeah. And I just have these flaps because I was so straight up and down. Yeah. And hated it. I remember wishing for my period because everyone else had theirs. It's a fraught time, actually. And yeah. I think it, well, the craziest thing is puberty hits at such different ages and stages. Like, I'm fully aware that when Iggy's 13, he'll have man children in his year. Yeah, 100%. And then there'll be, by 16 to 18, there'll still be little boys Yeah, amongst the wolves. <laughs> It's strange. It's an odd time. Yeah, and I can talk to her about it. I can. And the I think d- is, is you're the best person to raise an Isla mm. who is showing signs of developing earlier mm. because you did. I know. You went through it. So you. I think maybe today you're struggling with this conversation, not just for Isla's sake, but it triggers something in well, you. Well, I was going to say, can I be honest? Yeah. Like it's triggering. Yeah. It's a triggering thing but like all I care about I don't care about how I feel but I'm just mindful that I don't want to project anything I don't want to make anything a bigger deal than it is I want to keep it right size but also I really want her to understand that I get it and that it's tricky and I don't want to gaslight her in any way that you know like I don't want to be like well you're beautiful do all that bullshit I'll be like yeah you're developing you've got a different body type that's wonderful but yeah, you just like they smell bullshit on you, man. I think they you're just gonna have to away. exercise extreme patience. <sighs> I don't have a lot of that. 
I know you Generally. don't. We're going to have to. <laughs> I know. Take a win. You've mm. got Teddy. Well, yeah. Yes. That's something. I know. Boyfriend looks good in everything too. Great win. I know, but he does do has he still does have opinions, but I feel like I can keep up with him. So fine. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you want to wear a party shirt down to get a coffee? Fine. <laughs> I love his vibe. Fine, mate. Because it's nearing the end of the year, I don't have a what I don't have time for. I have a what I do have time oh, for. Oh, love those. For context, I was at a Shutterbugs. Christmas lunch with some of my graduates. Really, really lovely, kind-hearted crew of women. And we sat on a long table and I got seated next to one of our girls and she was telling me how she was in her 30s. She did a 30 by 30 bucket list items and she's now doing a 40 by 40 bucket. And I was like, it just, I don't know, my ears tweaked. How old is she? She's in her 30s. I'm not sure exactly. I want to say like mid. Uh And I was just intrigued. I was like, so wait, did you like complete your 30 by 30? And she was like, yeah, I did. And then I was like, oh my God, like how many bucket list items have you got to go to complete your 40 by 40. And she said, oh, I've still got a bit to go, but I've accomplished some. And So, so it's a list of yes. 30 things to tick off or achieve or experience by the age of 30. Yeah. 30 by 30. Yeah. Okay. And I, then I was a bit annoyed that I'm 38 now. And I was like, <laughs> shit, two years till I turn 40. But it's just one of those conversations where it gets you thinking, what would be mine? Mm. And like I'm a very goals-oriented yep. person. but Affirmation. I've never actually sat down and written them. Like Hubs and I talk about overarching goals, but we I've never actually written a list. And I guess it's not so much like just big picture goals. She said there's little things because I said thinking of 40 mm. by 40 is a lot. She's like, yeah, but people get bogged down that it needs to be something epic. But there can be small things like one of her things is to take my parents out for dinner and pick up the bill, you know? Yeah. And she's like, that's a small thing yeah. that I can do at any point. Yeah. It's just like actioning it. Yeah. And I was like, that's cool because yeah. that, that's like a real gesture of I'm growing up. Yeah. You know, I giving can take back. Yeah, giving back. Yeah. I'm going to take care of you vibes. And, I thought, and it would make the whole event feel extra special that yes. it was like ticking off a... Yeah, exactly. Okay. And then I said to her, do you reckon I could do 40 by 40 with two years to go? And she said, absolutely. If anyone could, it's you, babe. Yeah. And I I don't know, maybe it's about not getting too attached and not having, you know, failure attachment if you Mm. don't get it done. But I think I just like the exercise of thinking about it. Yeah. What things do I want to do? Because we never write that shit down. I think it swims around in our mind. Mm. Well, not true, Jim. You don't reckon? We Mm. did this when we started the podcast. We did. We had a goals dream list. We were dream casting for our podcast. It was like week two of the podcast and it was already getting traction and we were finding this community and all the DLs started to come. They emerged. And we were like, oh, shit. Like we did not expect that to happen that quickly. And we went out for dinner and we were like, let's do a little forecasting. While this is fresh, Mm. let's write down absolute blue sky dreams and, you know. Live tour. Live tour was Was on there. Was one of them. Yeah. Our Mm -hmm. own studio was on there. it was. A few other things were yet to tick, which will save us surprises. But like... Someone told us both, actually, I don't know if you remember, but we like Gem and I used to go for a lot of arts grants and theatre grants and things when we had our theatre company. And we had a mentoring session once with someone who was very successful. And he said to us both, I know it sounds a little woo woo. And he was very much not a woo woo guy. But he was like, but 
write down your goals. Mm-hmm. Something about writing them down brings them into fruition. And I've I, that's always stuck with me. Same. Yeah. But this is the thing. I always do business goals. Okay. But not personal. Okay. I do the big picture goals with hubs, but they're very basic in the sense that it's like, you know, stay on top of our mortgage, yeah. you know. But also do one pic- family holiday a year. Because you speak to each other about it, yeah. there's a team element there that's yes. like we're in this together and we're going to try and tackle these things together. So speaking it in existence to each other yeah. is, is something. It is. There's something about the act of, yeah, you, just you, Gem, mm. like for you personally and your experience on this earth plane, yeah. <laughs> like what are your things? And yeah, writing them down, it yeah. feels like a commitment. It does. Yeah. And so I got thinking. And okay. Just off the top of my head, because I want to ask you, Rebsy, obviously I'm not going to rattle off 40. I have not properly sat down and started the process. But Although I, I think you should in this break. Mm. You know you're worried about being bored with your steak, eh? <laughs> I feel like this is a great time I to pull want... out your journal and like actually have a go at it in this over this period. Yeah, I kind of want to challenge both of us yeah. to do it because I think you need accountability. Mm. And also, I think sometimes you need someone else to help come up with the little bucket list things because it's uh, genuinely it's hard to come up with 10. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. Should I make my mate do 50 by 50? Oh, my God. (laughs) Go on. There'll be some overlap. I've got some dreams for us in there that we haven't. So before we get to you, tell me what some of hers were. So take your parents out for dinner and pick up the check. Yep. So there were little ones like that. She wants to get a tattoo Mm -hmm. by the time she's 40. Just a little something. She just wants to experience that. And that made me think of you. And I was like, if I was to do this exercise with Revzy, I would put that on her bucket list. Dreams of being in a hot air balloon. Like she's always wanted to ride in a hot air balloon, but she's like, you know, that's a big expense, Mm. but it's definitely something I want to do by 40. Travel to certain countries was one of them, like extending skills, like learning a language or learning wow. to cook. Or oh, my God, these are big. They're, they're the big ones. I didn't really share that many of the little ones okay. other than, you know, take my parents out to dinner. I thought that was a really cool one. But, yeah, I think for me personally, one that sprung to mind straight away is I've always wanted to do a retreat. Mm. Yeah, like a some sort of wellnessy really retreat by myself. Oh, cool. Talk to me about what kind because there's many different kinds. I know. Kinds. And I, I just like wanna... a creative one or like a mental health one mm. or like a yogury one or a, like a vegan one. Like what kind of. Mm, that's a really good question. I would say one where it's like you wake up, you have this like macrobiotic healthy as fuck breakfast made for you. Like all the meals are amazing. And then you do a yoga class or a Pilates class and a massage and then there's like nature walks yep. or something, you know? And like, then afternoon meditation. Yeah, that vibe. So you want to go to Golden Door? Is that a thing? Yeah. Okay, I don't yeah. know. I yeah. don't know. I haven't looked into it, but I just feel like I'm so chaotic in my head and my mm. work life and that's not a bad thing. I, I love what I do. Mm. And because of that, I struggle to step away. And stop. And stop. Mm. But I also reflect on my life and I'm not the kind of person who goes to the theatre by themselves or goes and catches a movie by themselves. I've never travelled by myself. Oh, my God. 
You know when you cross paths with people? I've never actually mm. honed in on that detail about you, but it's so true. It's like you don't even want to go to a hair appointment by yourself. No. You don't like you time. I don't. That's that, This is what I'm discovering. Actively allergic, some no. would say. Right? So it's almost a challenge. It is. Because I, I think the inclination is to go Get and some girlfriends. Yes. And go to, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I want to force myself to do something on my own where mm-hmm. I know no one. It's like that's mm-hmm. why I can't go to events because unless I can bring a friend, you know, like maybe there's a part of me, Revs, it's a bit like you in that I like a support animal yeah, friend. Yeah, GP. Because it makes me feel safe and secure. But yes. Yeah, so that's definitely one thing. Um, Like skiing. With the kids yeah. is on my bucket list if we're talking big things. It's funny. Coming up with the smaller things is the hardest part. So do you sure. have any? <laughs> like a stupid small one is to like properly keep a plant alive and thriving <laughs> while I have young kids. Small but big. Yeah. You know, just, yeah, just tend to it. Plant alive. I, I do well for a while and then just like Pilates, I fall off the uh-huh. bandwagon and then it dies and uh-huh. I'm like, oh, I'll just buy a new one. You yeah. know, like yeah, it's yeah, not the yeah, right yeah. attitude. No. I want to. Nurture something okay. small like that. Yep. Can I offer one up for your 40 by 40? Go on. Cooking? No. That's for my 40s. Okay. That'll be my 50 by 50. Pray tell why? Because that's what my mum did. Oh, therefore. <laughs> yeah. She learnt to cook in her 40s. Okay. And now she's an exceptional cook and I kind of look at that as a benchmark. Yeah. Or some sort of marker of like, okay, if my mum did it, I can do it too. Okay. But she did it in her 40s and I'm just going to buy myself as much time as possible. Great. What about you, Revzy? Let's flip this on you. I think mine would need to have a 50% focus on slow things. Yeah. Would be good for me and also would challenge me. Mm. Like I would love to have something on there about, I don't know, getting off my phone or just unplugging a bit more. I don't know how you do that on a listicle though, Mm. you know? You know, we've got a few mutual friends who are getting into meditation, Vedic meditation specifically, and I'm always really interested in it. It's like something I aspire to. I have for a very long time. And then I've also tried to find acceptance that maybe that's just not me. Well, I've absolutely got that acceptance. It's not me. Yeah. But is there a part of you that's like, I can see all the benefits. I can hear about all the benefits that it must be great because people People do it. Yeah. That I kind of FOMO a little bit. Uh, I don't FOMO because I don't have the need. Okay, let me explain. Mm. My partner is big into meditation, loves it, life changing for him. He's gone and learned it the proper way, or Vedic as well, like really, really into it and dedicates real time and energy to doing it. And I see a real change in him when he is on top of his meditation. And I get it. And I don't FOMO because the benefits for him, I get it. It's like more energy, less anxiety, more settled, all those sort of things. That's not things I struggle with. Mm. So it doesn't, like I have done a lot of guided meditation at times of high stress, which I find relaxing and useful, but it's not life-changing for me because I don't suffer from anxiety. That's not one of my challenges. I have many other challenges, but that's not one. I don't find it hard to quiet my mind. I actually think I have quite a meditative mind. I only know this because when I'm having sex or when I'm giving birth, I find it quite easy to zone in, to zone in, but also out. Like mm. I have a very, I find it, I don't, don't know where I got this from. This isn't a flex, but I haven't trained in it or anything. I just, I can get myself in the right state of mind for different scenarios. Quite, mm. I, It's not a challenge of mine. So I have deep respect and adoration for that applied practice of mm-hmm. meditation. It's not something I personally need. So I don't, so that's why I don't FOMO. 
Yeah. I don't know why I FOMO because like you, I don't suffer from anxiety at all. I don't have multiple dialogues going in my head at any one time, but I think it's like I'm on a search for things that are good for me. Yeah. You know, and when anyone sort of says, no, this is like friends have said it's life changing. Yeah. Yeah. And I go, what is this life-changing thing? Yeah. You know, I want in on that. I want yeah. I want something that I'm like, that is life-changing. But I've done like sensory deprivation pods mm. and I found it so fucking boring. Not for me. I hated it. Not for me. I was like, I'm bored. This is a waste of my time. Like I struggle to get facials Yeah, <laughs> because I find it boring and time-consuming. And Even a massage, the last 10 minutes, I'm like, all right, I'm good I'm now. Done. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, honestly, Revs, my hobby is girl time. Yeah. Like, it really is. Nothing fills my cup more than being in the company of excellent women, having some good chats, some lols. Yes. And those women are like, cool, thanks, Gem, that was nice. Now I need to be alone away from you (laughs) doing my meditation. Yeah. (laughs) That's the funny thing. We are very similar like this. We are. I think that's why we're actually besties. Probably. We're very similar. Very similar in in how we like to spend our leisure time. And I I think this is one of my insights in old age is like the people who are your people, Mm. not always, and obviously, you know, not everyone feels every space in our tapestry of friends and relationships. But the people that work in your intimate life are people who like to do the same things as you. Yeah. Start there, you know, like this leisure time the same. And I think like a lot of us marry people or get into relationships with people or find ourselves in relationships where it's like, oh, we don't like to spend our time the same way. Mm. And so there's all these little micro tensions and micro resentments that Mm -hmm. build. But when you actually have someone in your life, it's like, oh, I could easily while away two hours browsing at the mall and then grab lunch and then go to see a movie and then this and then, you know, oh, I love to tandem parent all day with nowhere to be. And like, it doesn't matter if the kids go to bed at eight. It's those things like finding those synergies. We are so energetically matched. And when I think of our early twenties where we were free of responsibilities, what a time. One of my favorite things was that we could hang out all day. We didn't always have to talk, mm. but we just liked being in each other's company. company. Yeah. Like we just enjoyed that there's a warm body in the room yeah. with me and I can talk to them and soundboard ideas with them if and when I DL, want to. Sometimes Jem will call me and get on with her day, but just have me on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes and, we call each and other. I'll, and then I'll hear like tap, tap, tap on the keyboard and I'll hear Rafa, blah, 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 And then they'll be like, hey, Rexy, when was that? And it's like we're in the same room. But she's just given me a bell just to have me on as her podcast. Sometimes I call <laughs> you for the smallest one answer response question, but I just know that we'll extend it into some sort of chat about God knows what. God knows we what. don't know where it's going to go. It can be an hour like. 45 on the phone and like, you know, only yeah. 20 minutes of that has actually been direct chat. My boyfriend does it too. He calls me every single time he gets in the car. Mm. He calls me. He's cute. And then at one point I was like, am I your personal podcast? Because you always pop me on in the car and then he'll be like, right, I just got here. I'll give you a call later. And I'm like, well, hang on. I have a day. <laughs> Do you feel used? No, it's you not. must. No, but there's a part of me that's like, hey, listen, I'm not, I'm not an on-demand podcast, you know? All right, well, let's change the subject back to 40 by 40. Mm. Rosie, what are some things that you want to achieve in the next two years? I'm finding it hard because I think it's because my life has been in upheaval yes. for at least three years now. Fair. So, And I have found it difficult to look beyond next Thursday in an extreme way. You've witnessed it. Mm. Like I'm like, whoo, I find it hard to plan. I actually feel like this is such a great exercise mm. for you then because – 
you did put a hold mm-hmm. on dream casting or looking yep. too far into the future because, yes. as you said, you can't look past those days. Mm. But now that you there's a settledness yes. that's come upon you, yeah. I would say. You feel more grounded For sure. in yourself. I feel like you have some idea of what's happening even, dare I say, the next year. Yeah, definitely. In some areas it's of your coming life. coming together. Yes. <laughs> it's coming together. Things are settling. I'm less in survival mode okay, than so ever. Okay, so can I give you permission? Yeah. To look forward to some personal bucket well, list goals. This might not feel on brand for me, mm-hmm. but something I've been quietly working on is some financial goals. Great. Yes. I've sought some advice. Amazing. But I'm trying to do it my way because I'm like, you need to go easy on me. This isn't come naturally to me, but I just want to be smart mm. and I just want to build some sort of future for me and my kids. And I've got real goals around what I would like to give them Mm -hmm. in life and that's going to take starting now or that's going to take a lot of planning. So, you know, I'm working on that and I've got definitely goals around my home and like what I would like to do there. So that's that. I probably need to distill it to something that's really achievable in the next two years. I th- Yeah. It's hard, isn't it? Because you, it's easy to come up with goals that almost take you through to your 50s Yeah, in a way. Well, but the next two years <laughs> is challenging. Yeah. I think it's just like, particularly financial, I would like to be something simple so I feel a sense of achievement if I can tick it off. But yeah. I'm happy to share this. I'd love to get from interest only to paying down my loan. You know, Amazing. that's a massive goal for me because I've just purely survival to keep my property. And of course, with all the interest rate bullshit over the last mm-hmm. year, it's been very stressful. So why that- I'm curious to know, because I know a lot of people do interest only. Mm-hmm. Why do you want to do interest plus principal? Well, like, why like is that a goal? I would start getting on a path to pay it down yeah. so that I'm paying less interest and I'm paying less, you know, all the things, start yeah. owning it more. Mm-hmm. At the moment, I pay the bank rent. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be real. I pay the bank to keep my name on the deed. Yes. And you're banking on, pardon the pun, that your property goes up, up in and value. Then there's, yeah. yeah there's and we don't know what fucking in. world we live in these days. Who we don't. knows? There's nothing guaranteed. So I think it's really important to have financial goals or even improving your financial literacy somewhere on that list. Yeah, I think it is. But I, I would just say to you, like, as you find exercise very challenging, yeah. that's how I find financial. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's an incredibly difficult area for me. Yeah. Don't fully understand why, you know. It's not your happy place. You don't enjoy it. Well, it just doesn't come naturally. Yeah. You know, don't have, I have to learn. I have to learn and I need help being taught, like my financial literacy. So I'm coming to it later in life, but not too late. Can I I ask you something? Yeah. Because we are both 38 Mm. and so we're almost at a disadvantage in a way, talking about this right now with two years to go. But there would be some bucket list things that you have achieved right? Uh, yeah. within the last sort of decade mm-hmm. that I think could have been on your list. And I want to see if you've honoured or kept up with one of them. And one of them was, are you continuing to pay bills as they arrive? Yeah, I do. That's just a practice now. And that ha- is fully habit formed. Yeah. The one body. thing I didn't do this year was I got a fine and I forgot about it. Mm-hmm. And then it, they, they suspended my licence. And I was like showing my digital licence. I was like, what? Why is my licence suspended? 
And I was like, oh, fuck, there was that fine. But bills that come in, getting it done straight away. How good. 100%. And now it doesn't feel so hard and scary. It's just adulting. It's just, it doesn't, I don't feel a huge rush of achievement over it. It's just like, it's table stakes of being 38 years old and single mom. Like you just got to pay your fucking bills. Great. So it's like, yes, that was a goal that I have kept up. Yes. Have you got any other little goals? Um, because I have to say the little goals are the harder ones. I, I'm, I don't know if this is a personality thing, but I guess I've always been a dreamer, but bigger goals come naturally and much more easily. Oh, I've got one. Go on. I would like to learn to make a seafood risotto. Great. It's my favorite meal. It's very hard risotto. Is it? But it's like, come on, I can cook. Like mm. I can totally cook. I can handle it. I'm a smart woman. <laughs> like surely I can learn how to make a risotto. Okay. Let me ask you this. In what context? Like, would it be so served at a dinner party or is it something you want to include into your weekly repertoire? Well, I don't think I would be having a lush seafood risotto weekly. Why not? Well, because it's time consuming and expensive ingredients. But yeah, I would like to be able to, that to be one of my dishes. It's a great small goal. I like that one. That seafood risotto. I could probably think of some other things I'd like Mm. to learn how to bake. Like I'm not a baker really, but I'd love to learn how to make like, I've always wanted to learn how to make my Nana's passion fruit sponge cake. That's another one. Um, you could almost categorize these goals, couldn't you? Because mm. I feel like there would be a universal theme for a lot of people in terms of you would have financial goals. Mm. Then you would have upskilling goals mm-hmm. and learning things such as a language mm. or um, learning a new skill like photography, for example. And then you've got, I reckon food is its own whole category. category. Totally. And then you have travel. Mm. Oh, so many travel things. Yeah, okay. So many. What's at the top? Greece. Interesting. Greece. Greece of yes. all places. Really want to do Greece mm. with all the kids. But then I want to do Italy romantically. I've never been to romantic Italy. I've, oh, I've been on, you know, as a traveler with my mother, which yeah. was amazing culturally mm-hmm. and fun. But I would like to do romantic Italy because to me that's the absolute pinnacle of romance. Beautiful. Even more than France, I think Italy is like so romantic. So I'd like to do that. May I share a, a career goal? Yes. Oh, I love career ones. It includes you. Okay. Actually, and the potty. I'm in. Um, one of my dream bucket list dreams is to perform at the Sydney Opera House. <sighs> and you almost did. I did. <gasps> For context, DLs, years and years and years ago, I was cast in the Bell Shakespeare production of Much Ado About Nothing, and it was doing a stint at the Opera House, and I splooshed my pants. <laughs> I was like, this is an my actor's dream. dream. Yep. But then I got cast in Neighbours, and while it was the right decision at the time, I did pull out of the theatre show in order to move my life to Melbourne to work on Neighbours. But it's always, it's niggled at me, you know? Mm. It's like that's itch I never got to scratch. Yeah. Or I just never got to do it. And I just always, ha- for me, it's like, I don't know, maybe it's for my mum, but like just the thought of family, like because you've gone there as a child. Catching the ferry. Yes. Yeah. It's iconic. It is iconic. Yeah. And I've worked there, mm. um, not on stage, but I've been an assistant director and a director at the Opera House and backstage is cool. And it, you feel like you're in an iconic institution. Yes. And so much creativity yeah. has happened there. And there's there. like a proper group green room and there's musicians walking around yes. and artists and it just feels like the pinnacle for it me is. you know it to is. perform at the opera house oh I love that one definitely put that on your list I mean show daddy 
Yeah, yeah, he's done like 15 shows. He's done many shows, shows there. He'd be like, been be there, laughing. done that. He's like, actually, the parking's terrible. You wouldn't like it. Yeah, it's overrated, guys. Don't worry about that one. No, but truly, wouldn't that be great, Rosie? Yeah, it'd be awesome. Let's chuck that on the list. Can I get vulnerable for a minute? Come on. I don't know if it's before 40, but something that niggles in the back of my mm-hmm. mind regularly is that I have a unique set of skills, as Liam Neeson says mm-hmm. in Taken. I have like niche skills that I've, I'm very happy with where my career is going. I feel like I get to use them to be creative and do lots of fun things. But I have for a very long time now had a niggling feeling in the back of my mind, like is my career of value and of service, mm. is it a contribution? It's something that's always plagued mm. me. I would like to find a way to make my professional life have some purpose. I think DLs would disagree with you yeah. and say that you are doing something of purpose that is of value to a lot of people. Well, and I I think that was the coolest thing about the tour yes. this year is that the feedback we got was like countless mm. women who came up to us at those meet and greets and said, you got me through my miscarriage. You got me through my separation. You got me through my COVID. first year at school. You got me through COVID mm. lockdown. You got me through moving to the regional part of Victoria, yeah. whatever. Like, and that It was so touching. It was to everything. Yeah, to, to, for Rebs and I... The best thing about going on tour was putting faces mm. to data. To the metrics. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, because we knew you were out there listening, but then to actually meet you face to face, it just brought so much more meaning. And purpose. To our work. Yeah, yeah. But I, it doesn't I, feel like work. That's it, the thing about the that's potty. That's the guilt thing, yeah, yeah, I yeah. think. But like you, I've had that niggling thing as well where I'm like, I want to give back mm. more. Mm. And I was talking to my mum about this because she does a lot of give back work. You know, it's like she finished work. Charitable she, work. A lot of charitable, a lot of volunteering and Mm. really making a difference in people's lives. And she would sit there and go, oh, no, no, no. But she 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 really does. does. She does. And, you know, I was chatting to her about this and she said, you know what, Jem, give yourself a break. You are in the years of give, give, giving to little children. There will come a time where you will have more space Mm. when your kids become teenagers or young adults and they kind of want less and less to do with you. (laughs) You will step back into that area of the give back, the charitable, you know, because you do, you feel guilty that you're not doing enough. And there are always people on the internet where you just think, fuck, you are doing so much Mm. for the community, for Mm. society at large, for children, for underprivileged people. But yeah, I think like cooking, I have parked that in my 40s Yeah, maybe now's not the time. Well, no, not with a three and a five-year-old. Like I just, I'm fully aware. And if I had a a young mum come up to me and say, I feel like I'm not doing enough, you know, I like, you know how you have to treat yourself as you would others sometimes. Yeah. I would literally (laughs) say to them going, Babe, look at where you're at. And I think sometimes maybe because my friends have slightly older kids, I accelerate myself Mm. out of early motherhood. Like you do with your age. Yes, like like I felt 38 six months before I turned 38 because a lot of our friends had turned 38. I do the same thing with parenting. I'm racing along Mm. and I want to just slow down and just take it in and park guilt. There is time. And if there's one thing I know about myself and you, Rebsy, is we go for our dreams. Yeah. And when we put our minds to doing something, we will do it. Mm. So I guess I want to say I see you, I hear you, but we got so much more to give, babe. For you, I'm like, sorry, I'm rattling along thinking about your list. Isn't it funny? I'm so comfy dreaming up things to put, pop yeah. on your list and populate your goals. Yep. But like, there's got to be something for rest, you mm. know, building rest, not even relaxation, but recovery yeah. into your life. 
I don't know what that looks like, but I know Ooh. I need it. Yeah. But it has to be, I have to want to do it. I know that sounds so silly. I need this like big revelation. Yeah. To want I feel to really do it. positively about this summer holidays for you. I don't yeah, know. Okay. I feel like it's something new. Well, I'm excited for your holidays if we're going to get circle jerky because you're going <laughs> overseas with your boyfriend. I feel like you guys are going to step into a new chapter I when know. you get back and it times up so beautifully with 2024. Yeah. You know, you're feeling much more settled. I, I think all the goals and the dreams and you'll have new dreams and goals with him mm. are going to be the next exciting thing for you. Totally. I've always found, even when I was in high school, the mm. summer holidays is when my creative batteries completely recharge. Yes. And all my ideas. You're raring and I'm ready to raring go. raring and ready to grab the new year by the teeth for sure. But you can't get there without, without space rest and, and rest. rest. Yeah. Talking you to it. you, girl. And right Talk back, back to yourself. <laughs> Right back at you, girlfriend. Well, I think we should all do this together. Yes. I think if the DLs should have a crack writing their either their 40 by 40 or their 50 by 50 or 30 by 30, if that's where they're at in life, and we should have a go. Even though we've only got two years, let's just see if we can get even 20 by 40. Oh, yeah. I really want to challenge everyone to give this a go. I tried before this episode. I was like, okay, I've got a blank page. I've put a <laughs> bunch of dot points, bullet points that are blank. i got to fill them. It is hard. Yeah. It's a discipline to keep going. Right. Because you might rattle off five or six and then you're like, fuck, I got to get to 10. And then the thought of getting to 40 feels enormous. Yeah. But this is the week, you know, mm. between Christmas and New Year where there's a bit of like, you know, no one knows what day it is. There's some lying yeah. around. I know it's social and stuff, but go for a walk. You just have it in your mind yeah. and let it like, maybe don't put a hard deadline on it, but just like let it percolate. And when we come back, we can maybe check in on the 40 by 40 list. Mm. Producer Kate. <laughs> She's nodding. You do one too, babe. She's got longer than us. One of my biggest goals that my husband is like, no, is like I have a dream to design a house from scratch, oh. from the ground up. Oh, that's on my bucket list yeah. for sure. I mean, Build. definitely, definitely not going to achieve it by 40, but I no. just, I'd love a block of land and then I can just add all of my creativity oh my God, to that space. So fun. But that's this, on my 70 by 70. Yeah, I totally. Think. Me too. I mean, I just... I love my home. It's not about that. It's just I just froth on the creativity factor. So, yeah. And your husband's like, absolutely not. He's <laughs> like, babe, have you seen the cost of building lately? Like, absolutely. I'm like, I know. I get it. Maybe track. Maybe I'll renovate a bathroom, <laughs> you know? <laughs> maybe. Or maybe you'll do it in Thailand. Who knows? In Thailand? Yeah. Why not? Hear me with your not sponge. Well, I feel before we get into not sponge, Jimmy. We need to let the DLs know we're taking a break. We are. We are going to take a little holiday, guys, just a few weeks. We are going to, speaking of rest. And recharging. And recharging. We are going to take some time off. And like proper time Proper off. time off. We're not going to be recording the podcast for a couple of weeks. We will be back on the 30th of January. However, DNM subscribers. Yes, you will not still be getting your stuff. We have got... So many fantastic episodes to share with you. We've got some incredible guests. No spoilers, but total spoilers. <laughs> Revs's mum is coming on the potty. My mum is coming on we the potty. We finally got the mums. Yep. Really, really interesting interviews, questions that were led by our DL community yeah. because obviously with us being so close to our mums, it was hard to know what would be interesting and yes. what people want to know. But DLs, you sent us 
sent them, I should say, some absolute corkers. And something really interesting that happened was in my mum's episode, Jem led the way. And mm. and in your mum's episode, you I led, led the it. way. Because yeah. it's like, you know, when you're so close to something and you know all the stories, it's almost like you need that one step removed to really get into some things. But yeah, they were wonderful to come on and share their life stories and their, their stories of, yeah, how they got to where they got and what they think of parenting these days versus their day. Like, it's fascinating chat. Hunji P. Revzy, mm. are you going to make me sing it again? Hit me with your not spot. Oh, I'm going to hit you so I hard. Said, hit me with your not spot. With my very affordable. Very cool nut spawn. Mm-hmm. Now, as you know, I'm obsessed with oil. No shit. Body oil specifically. You are the body oil queen. Yeah. And I've got my favorites in all tiers. I've got my cheap supermarket favorite body oil. I've got my fancy, fancy, you say, treat me body oil. I've got, you know, I really like the grow to oil that's made for kids. Skin Wizard. Love that for me. So the one I found, it's a dry body oil from Kmart but it's about the packaging. Okay. It's aesthetically pleasing? Nope. It's practical. Oh, excellent. (laughs) It's not displeasing aesthetically. If you go to the Kmart beauty section, they actually have, and I'm keen to sort of try it all out, they've kind of got these off-brand or Kmart brand, Anko, whatever they call it, like niacinamide, vitamin C, hyaluronic Mm. acid, like serums and things. And I was like, well, damn, like worth a go. It's all just the same ingredients, right? Mm -hmm. And then I saw a spray bottle. So imagine a little like, oh God. Like an oil spritz? It's an oil spritz. Oh. And it's called a dry body oil as in you put it on your body dry as opposed to in the shower but you could do it in the shower if you wanted this is the thing it's fine no but I love a top up it's so good to have Mm. at your sink and I get out of the shower pat down and I spray not to not to mess with the process I know it was a big deal for everyone but it's a spray like say an Aerogard bottle Mm -hmm. it's that kind of Mm. like and it's just the application so easy and a little goes a long way and it smells a little bit like a teeny bopper's bedroom (laughs) but it works like you know when like you just CBF to like moisturize your legs. We can all handle a rub it in and you're done. Absolutely. It's very good. I also put it on my decolletage and arms going out to an event the other night. Just to give you a little bit of a gloss and a glow. glow. Mm. So there you go. What a great reco. I'm even thinking, I'm going to, when it's done, I'm going to try decanting my fancy oils into the bottle. Oh, because you like the dispenser. Because I like the dispenser. Mm, Fair call. Yeah. One day there will be a perfect body oil that has the perfect actual oil and dispenser at the right price point, won't there, Gem? One day. Let's manifest that shit. Manifest it in. Hit me with your not <laughs> I really shit the bed halfway through that phrase. Have I got a not spawn for you? Hit me. Um, new year, new clothes. Very relevant to the chat we had earlier today about Isla and shopping. But if you've got young kitties and you want to support a small business, yes. a small Australian business, I really recommend this brand called Alfie. A-F-A-L-F-I-S-T. 2011 is their Instagram handle. They got some cool shit. Yes, they've actually sent me stuff for Teddy before. And Isla, actually, one of her favorite pair of shorts is Alfie. Oh. Party shirts for the boys. It's very retro. Very. It's really cool. Yeah, it's 
freaking cool and there's some tops in there that I want to get for Raf and Iggs. I don't know. I just love the whole vibe. Kind of emerging out of my beige Christmas era <laughs> into, into full, full Technicolor. Yeah. And, you know, I got a taste of it designing Yo Cabba and it's seeped into all areas of my life, including how I dress my kids yes. and what they're drawn to. Yes. You know, it's not like a, oh, a rainbow vomited on you. Let's walk out of the house. It's uh, kids. It's cool. It's cool. It's, it's 80s vibe. Yes. Yeah. And I can't get enough of it. They've got cool caps, like all the things. They even socks. Have great socks. Great socks. Anyway, check out Alfie if you are looking for new fits for your kids. Can recommend. Very good for the party season. All right. We love you, DLs. Have a freaking wonderful break. And we'll see you on the flip side of 2023 as we begin the year in 2024. We've got so much in store. But just rest, girls. Put your feet up. Mm. Put them feet. up. Feet. Put your feet Plural. up. Put your feet and your hands. <laughs> Go on then. <laughs> Lie down and, you know, enjoy this time. And survive the school holidays because... Uh, oh, yeah. I'm staring down the barrel of enrolling Rafa into nothing because I'm not a good mum. I'm a wallet mum. But, you know, we'll survive and thrive. Have a wonderful break. We will see you January 30. We love you, DLs. Bye-bye.